288. I'm investigating the report of a disturbance. Roger that, 'Cause I got a popsicle. Ah! Oh, rats! Whoa! Watch out! That black guy's got a gun. He's gonna steal your banana. What? what? I mean, it's like it was like, you know, a holiday for people having guns. God damn it! Who's responsible for this mess? I'm sorry, Chief, it was me. God damn it! Coffee cup. It's my bad. Take two. <laughs> yeah, live and direct. Break it down, roll it up like here. Try this. No time to sidestep. Drums like whip cracks. Stay your present. Me and Paul like a lip match made in heaven. Flow so poetic. This is for the ages, the kids who reckless, get them on stages, I'm taking mental inventory of these haters, what happens in my brain stays in it like Vegas, I ain't playing kid, this is no hobby, y'all ain't trying to hurt nobody like playing kid, the word got around about this amazing kid, when his flow spark it get darker than an Asian wig, hey man, hey I like that guitar man, let me get a little bit of reverb, nervy, riddle, stick it, yellow, and remember the note? Hard it is to hard. not have any substances, though. It is hard, but that's a part of life, and um, you shouldn't have to, or even want to feel like you need to rely on something else. I think of it. I'm starting to think of it kind of like like um, like anti-anxiety medicine. Like it's helpful to to take and to have, but it's like I can. I can do you don't without it. Stay on it the rest of your life. I don't want to feel dependent on like, this on this weird thing that costs me money and um, has just as many benefits, I think, as like as downfalls. What do you think about that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I feel like well, we're we're talking about we're, we switched to bait pens mm -hmm. instead of using pre-rolls right. uh, cannabis pre cannabis and it's definitely not as potent or, or noticeable in its effects and it's probably good because it will help us or it, if we want it to if, <laughs> if we want to go down that road uh to stop smoking or yeah to, and that to take a we, we always say take a break, but 
yeah, but then but we, we always talk about stopping altogether too. And I think with as much as we talk about it, I think that like deep down, like we really want to do it, but we just keep continuing to make excuses or, or let our dependence on this thing control us. It's controlling us. We're not really controlling it. Yeah. And um, that's how I feel when I have like pre-rolls on top of like the paranoia of like the smoke and the smell it controls you. and it makes me cough. And we, we see all the like soot or whatever that yeah. like, flies around. Um, I don't know. So it doesn't, it doesn't, I guess, fit who I want to be, yeah. but it helps me deal with the things that like I, I refuse to or I haven't dealt with on my own. And like building my coping skills or whatever. Well, you or I think we both mentioned it helps just with our boredom. Yeah. Like we're so like we need to work on doing time. like having more constructive things to do to manage that boredom and not just be like, well, I need to smoke cannabis or vape cannabis because it makes the time pass or it makes me deal with this boredom and that's, easier. And that's the yeah. <laughs> And so maybe instead of that, we have to look at, we, we have to train ourselves to, well, what can I, what am I doing in that? That's not fulfilling me, I guess. Right. Like and I'm doing something to pass the time, but if I'm claiming I still need weed to make passing the time more tolerable, or then alcohol what, or what am I doing that isn't you know, engaging me enough or making me feel happy or fulfilled enough that I need to add something else, a drug on top of it. So that's, that's really frustrating that I can't even just use it recreationally where it's become this thing that is trying to like control me and I obsess about it and think about it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Think of it as, think of it as, Take what we talked about yesterday in codependency and think of it as a relationship thing. Are you codependent with this thing? I know, but that's the thing is like, I don't, I think if this was a relationship that I would have to cut it out of my life. Right. That's why I always keep talking about it in terms of uh, either being sober or taking a break, but we haven't allowed ourselves to take a break, which makes me think that we're not, we don't have a, we don't have the upper hand on it. Right. That, it's controlling us. That is controlling us and it, that is an addiction. So Yeah, and I don't like that the, needs to be addressed. I don't like I don't like I guess really being maybe associated with that or the way it makes me feel. Cuz like I said, like there's plenty of things we can do to maybe kind of get those similar effects without actually having to like use a substance or oh that's what they claim but then we are without it and and, we turn into like huge and we're like oh we're fucking (laughs) we're so bored and i'm miserable and i feel like shit because we're not allowing ourselves to just truly detox what do you what do you call it radically accepting yeah we're not we we keep giving ourselves out like oh well we we could just go to the dispensary yeah yeah, but i think i think we (laughs) need to people who don't struggle with addiction look at us and they're like oh they probably think it's silly yeah you're dirty low lives uh you're losers because you can't but they don't 
Like they don't they, understand what they, really I think is is or they don't is what addiction stems from and stuff like true, that. True, and they probably don't like really know, or they probably haven't realized that they're addicts in other ways in life. Right. That it, it's not always just a drug substance that you can be addicted. That there's other to, things that you can be addicted to that are still and obsessing being over being taken advantage of in unhealthy ways. You, you can over you're being ignorant. Go to the gym too much. You could be addicted to working out. Like there's so many things. Yeah, you could be addicted. Be perfect, to. guys. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, we're just humans. There's there. I don't. There's no perfect way to live as a human, but we have to just continue to struggle, struggle through and. And I think switching back to to vaping has kind of, I don't know, I guess solidified that I, I do want to, I do want to quit. quit. I don't want to be dependent on this substance. I want to be able to That's wake up really every day. That's not really happy if it's causing all this conflict. Right. And I'm wasting money on it. Well, it's, I guess not wasting, but I'm spending money on it. Those yeah. are, we always talk about, there's so much things we want to do. There's things yeah. we want to get, places we want to go, but it's like. We, we have can, it like all mapped out, but we keep we refusing continue. to implement yeah. and radically accept. And and, and and make those changes you need to make because you can't have every single thing in life you want. You have to get rid of certain things to be able to gain other things and i think that that is something i struggle with a lot because i think well i can have it all and nothing (laughs) 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 i I can't even like say that phrase without thinking about that song but shut the fuck up how it ends with a simple telephone call <laughs> my face is very unused. We no, our bots don't want to hear this. <laughs> all, <laughs> Just stop. Okay, but I do, saying? I do feel a lot better since like switching over. I'm getting more things done. I, I feel worse. I'm, I'm not my head feels lollygagging. Weird and, and I don't like the effect. I'd rather just not have it once it's gone. Well, I like I said, I think this was our our push to be able to to finally do what I think we and just this is we've talked about doing it for so know, freaking long annoying. and we keep not doing it and we just and and I'm getting annoyed with it. And I know you've gotten annoyed with this it. This is inside our heads, guys. Yeah. This is, life this is the constant struggle. Like this is what you struggle with as an addict is like you know it's bad for you but you want to keep doing it because you feel like or just there's like no goal other setting and stuff. Not even just addiction. It's almost like a goal setting. Yeah, well, uh, we're principle. we're very notorious for procrastinating. One weird thing is that these vapes are, or the the oil is full spectrum oil, mm-hmm. uh, THC oil, and so that gives you supposedly the full effect of smoking the plant or the flower. Right. Uh, and. It does have more potency than non-full spectrum oil, but it's still like really weak. I think it's just your our your no. tolerance. No, 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 no. We've agreed on this before in the past. Uh, yeah, in the past, and I I guess if I really do think about it, it is weak compared to like an actual pre-roll or whatever. But it's also in a completely different form. Yeah. Maybe we're also. I think some of it. I'm I'm placeboing it, but I do agree that I think. It is definitely like weaker, Weak. but I think that's what we need. At least right, that's what well, I need. We'll keep you guys updated on that. Um, welcome to the show. This is the Cato Frank podcast. Uh, that was welcome. the conversation that we started off mic that I wasn't intending on recording, but 
figured it might be useful since we were going to talk about vapes anyway. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. I've just been... I've always struggled with <laughs> all that stuff, so... Um, it is May 27th, 2020. We recorded an episode yesterday. We did. We're doing another one today. This one we're going to do... We're finally do, putting all of our talk into action. We're trying to. Attempting to. Uh, we're going to do screenshots today. And still playing catch-up on that stuff. Uh, hopefully, we. I think we're going to get close to where we need to be today. Um, oh, for to your get us a little bit more current. Uh, I think we'll get up to maybe February of this year. It's so far away. Well, <laughs> so last far. time we did screenshots, we had 2014 stuff. Yeah. So okay. we uh, went forward quite a bit. Uh, it's about 87 degrees Fahrenheit right now in Oof. San Diego. It's where we I are. It's sunny, it. not a cloud in the sky. Nope. It is a little breezy, though. I see the trees moving yeah. behind you just a tiny bit. Uh, you went on a walk. I did. What I've been up to today, I went on a walk to Starbucks, my precious Starbucks, uh, craving a coffee. So, And did laundry? I did do. Oh, yeah. And I did laundry, which I did both by myself. (laughs) So, um, (laughs) no, that was me taking a stand of independence, Mm. showing you I don't need help doing laundry. I can carry that basket all by myself. All the way down them you damn didn't stairs. Even ask if I wanted to walk with you though. Well, I just assumed you wanted like you time. I know I was posting. You were an like busy doing stuff, and I always bother you in the mornings. That's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, this is facts. I got the ons. The ons are back, people. Why? Because of vape pens. Uh-huh. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you. But it was a hot walk though. I definitely was very warm when I came back, and it's literally like what a ten minute walk, if even like two and. To mm. there, yeah, and then like, like a 10-minute walk like 20 back. Minutes or yeah, so, so it's, it's really not a long walk. Yeah. I had a hat on, but it was, it was pretty warm. Uh, what else? Heat what wave. else? We, we ate, uh, you cooked some eggs. I scrambled some eggs. vegan chorizo. Yeah. Yeah? Mm. Turned out pretty that well. That vegan chorizo is pretty yummy. I think it's from Morning, Morning Star, Morning Farms, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, Morning Star. Morning Star. I highly <laughs> recommend it. I think I'm... I actually prefer it over, like, regular chorizo. I have a vegan recipe saved to make vegan uh, breakfast burritos using tofu. So if I can master the craft of tofu, which I did not master in the past, I didn't make much of an an effort. So we'll see if I can up my game this time. Now you're a whole different day, Stop making excuses about, oh, there's not any good vegan, vegetarian recipes. Um, I do feel a little bit, maybe it ties into the, I don't know, other uh, diet or, or not being as active or other things, but I feel a little weaker. Mm. And I'm wondering if it's because I'm eating less, I'm eating like, less protein and right. and uh, like meat and more like heavier things because like I'm eating more carbs. Yeah, carbs, like, breads, pastas, things like that. Well, we haven't had any pasta, yeah. but an example. So I need to. I think a lot of it though balance, is balance my exercise is, and my diet is lack of activity <laughs> for sure. For sure. I'm drinking less coffee, and I was putting a lot of the collagen in the coffee, so now I'm having less collagen, too. Uh, so, making adjustments. Hopefully, I can get my levels to where they need to be so I don't feel... As, like, kind of sluggish. As sluggish as or tired. as wasteful. Yeah. I don't want to 
you know what I mean. Uh, let's move on. I'm, <laughs> I'm boring myself. <laughs> oh my god. I need to keep the pace going. Um, and the other thing that we've been up to since recording yesterday, we played some zombies, uh, Call of Duty, oh, yesterday yeah. after we. Yesterday. Yesterday after we uh, did our episode, right? Was that yesterday? No, was that, that was actually d- the day you threw up. That was the day before. We didn't really. really yeah, really. I thought, really? We, I thought we played again yesterday. Yesterday, no. Okay, well. We did not play we, any zombies yesterday. You spent like 15 bucks getting a bonus pack. Ugh, and yeah. this was for Call of Duty Infinite Warfare uh, for the exo suit zombies or something. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> that, that was for the other one. Uh, for the. Infinite Warfare was the uh, the aliens like the uh, um, the theme park. Yeah, like the Raven one. Like the seventies or eighties themed. Right, uh, and it's like a main lobby kind of gave you like a movie theater vibe. Yeah, 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 that one. Um, and not not impressed. We got one fucking map because the other map was. It's so ridiculous. Did it come with three or two no. or four? It was just two. Yeah, the pack only comes with two, but there was like, I think three separate packs. There was four each... total, and they were called like DLC maps, like number one, number two, yeah. number three, number four. And the f- first one we got, they were each fifteen bucks, uh, I think. And so the first one we got was a boss battle was a level, <laughs> and it's like, well, we're not interested in that. Yeah, I'm not. And interested then the in other whatsoever. level we actually like, but it's like we spent 15 bucks for one level, and we don't even play the game that much. I feel like we only play when we're smoking weed. Yeah, well, I play. I I prefer to play video games, but I know. Um, what do you mean you prefer over what? Well, like I always enjoy playing video games, like versus like I guess watching TV or something. Mm. But even though I enjoy doing it, I don't do it a lot because I feel like I'm wasting my time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's fun. I like to play them, like uh, oh man, like Grand Theft Auto and all of that. But I, I am very disappointed that for for fourteen ninety nine, you you only get two freaking maps. Pretty much one. Pre- yeah, pretty much one. If you take away the fact that the other that one's a boss stupid battle boss battle down your throat, which is like the same level, it's just like the boss. Like, what a rip! So not only do they sell games for like fifty bucks, if you if you're one of those people who buy yeah. it brand new, and then they're like, oh yeah, we decided. That we want to manipulate and exploit you yeah. some more. So we're going to make some maps we're not going to include on it. And the only way you can play them is if you pay us more money. You only, we only so got ridiculous. two zombie levels with, with the game. Infinite Warfare. Mm-hmm. That came with Out it. of like, what, 20? Yeah. There's like 20 levels. <laughs> they're I don't, all like I don't know how many are boss battles, but they're oh, all locked. You only get two that are unlocked. Battles. And then so ridiculous. all the other ones you have to pay for extra. So that's great. Uh, I don't know if we'll be doing that again. No. We keep saying that though, and then we keep getting trying to do upgrades and stuff. Yeah, but we just get so sick of playing the same stupid <laughs> levels that we're, we're we we finally you need to get are just outside, like ride a bike or something. Yeah. Travel. That is true. Look at other things we could be spending. Time I was listening on. to an episode of Ari Shafir's podcast. I don't remember the guest's name, but they uh, they were talking about traveling, and his guest that traveled around the world. I think he was gonna host the travel show of some sort and they were both saying like oh you don't have to be rich to travel you could just do it now you could just travel now you don't have to be rich you don't have to wait and save and save and 
Um, because you know, everyone just, just has like, like hold up, what seven hundred to a thousand dollars to pay for a flight <laughs> on top of what another thousand dollars to pay for your stay somewhere on top of yeah. a couple hundred bucks on food. How are you gonna get there? You're gonna have to get taxis, rent a car, whatever. What do you mean you don't have to be rich? I, I, you, you still have to make a lot of money, or you have to really, really freaking save. You have to have like a mindset that you don't stress about cards. certain <laughs> things. Like you're not gonna stress about taking a trip when you pretty much have no money. Or when you're going to spend all the money that you do have on your trip. So you have to have a mindset that's willing to do that. And not like let yourself feel guilty. Like, oh, I, don't have yeah. all, I don't have money to do all this, but I, then, I saved up all this money to take a trip. I guess prioritize, like cut things out. Like, well, instead of buying cannabis, you, if you really want to go on a trip or if you really want to do this, then you're not going to be eating out as much or whatever but again Bad how long does games. this go for and it depends on your income and where you live but i think it's uh travel is is a luxury it seems to be a luxury yeah it shouldn't be but it seems but it does seem to be well just like getting vacation time out paid time off at at a job that seems to kind of be a luxury because there's like a lot you have to meet the specific set of work whatever guidelines to be eligible for it uh the only other thing thing. that i had uh (laughs) to to bring up before we get into the screenshots was we talked about how you asked me if i knew the heimlich maneuver (laughs) yeah randomly one day (laughs) and i said no i i didn't uh and then we were also watching family matters which have an update on that i i would take back what i said about it being really scripted for like kids and adults i feel like it's a little more juvenile than i remember some episodes were uh pretty good but i ended up skipping a ton of family matters yeah i mean we did end up skipping a bunch around I think we're on like season like six or seven I don't know, now. but there was quite a few episodes where i was i'm, I'm still i still laugh my ass off at some of the stay on your mic stuff. you're so far away from it look well, how close i feel I like am. it's so close what are you talking about it's like right up in so my defensive. face because I feel like I'm about to eat my mic. Yeah, well, Arr. it's quiet when I'm doing my editing. because okay. you keep it very far away. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, Family Matters had a lot of episodes with fainting. Yeah. And I remember as a kid that I thought fainting was going to be normal. <laughs> natural reoccurrence. That I would see it everywhere. I don't think I've ever fainted. In the fainted. workplace, in public, and... Never have I, I don't think I've ever seen anyone faint. And never have I seen anyone need the Heimlich maneuver or be given the Heimlich maneuver. Yeah. But yet, that's another thing they would show in a lot of sitcoms or movies. I've never seen either one. It never happened to me. I have seen people faint. Okay. And a few occasions. I almost fainted once, but I I don't think, I I was sitting there. Yeah, no one's asking, okay? I I turned blue. No one's talking to you. No, I'm just kidding. How's it feel to have it turned back on you? But I have. Um, You're just upset that I had a mic check you again. Oh for my the god! Thousandth time. Okay, I'm not upset about your mic check. I'm just trying to finish my sentence. <laughs> but I have, on a few occurrences, seen people faint, but I have never seen a Heimlich. That's for sure. And I've, what's the story of the faint? I don't know. What's why these fainting stories? Why do they make it seem like it's so much more common than it what actually is? What happened in the story? What happened in the story? What story? You said you saw people faint. Tell us a story about oh. the faint. Oh, you want to hear a story? I've okay. said it like 10 times. What? I didn't even hear you. 
say anything. All I heard you was talking about my mic. But, okay, so when I was working at Justice um, back in West Des Moines, Iowa, I was, like, manning the cash registers, me and my, like, second cashier, and there was this family who came up, and the girl just randomly, like, she was standing there, and then she was just, like, on the floor. She, like, straight up fainted and then, like, started having, like, a seizure because you she saw her fall i saw i was or you turned away and then turned back and then she was on the no ground. she was like right in front of us like we both watched her like okay. go and hit the floor and then like everyone moved and we like both came around the counter um because the girl i was working with had i guess had previous experiences with stuff like this and so she was like we gotta like elevator like turn her all this stuff and i didn't know what to do so i like went back around the corner and like i was the one who like called 911 and ever whatever because she was like having a seizure but yeah like i just watched her like straight up like collapse and that was like really crazy did she foam at the she mouth? did <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we had to get like security up in there and um like you paramedics. Had to? Like what did security do? They just like well, they, put their hands on their utility belt and flap They help get the <laughs> freaking people out of our way so then we can actually like focus on like what is happening so that we don't just watch this like poor little girl like die in front of us. Um but they had like a medical kit and they have training and so they were like wasn't that common though didn't you say that it happened a lot or something that people fainted and had seizures in stores no that the mother or whoever was with the girl said that it was common no No. she had never done that because she was like an exchange student she was like here visiting and she had been been with them for quite a while you said someone said that it had like happened a lot but maybe i'm getting stories mixed no, up because that was the first time i saw that mm. happen well i mean like you were told by the person that they were with that it has oh, happened a lot with, n- with no. the person i didn't really interact with like the the parents like yeah. i was the one who interacted more with like like 911 and the dispatcher and things like that um i mean they called and they thanked me and they were like talking to me and later later like a day or two later gave us an update on like how she was doing, what happened. Um, they just called us. assuming like you would Yeah, they called and day. they called and asked and they were like, um, we were in there the other day and we had an incident and we were wondering, um, do you know who was the manager on duty at the time or like the associate? Because we would, we would like to talk to them. And I happened to pick up the phone that day because mm-hmm. um, I was the only one there. Um, and I was like, yeah, actually, that was me. Like, how are you? Like, is everything okay? Like, what happened? And they gave us, like, an, they gave me, like, an update. Um, and what was really sweet is actually, like, a week or two later, they came in and they brought me and her, like, a box of cupcakes. And we got to talk to the girl. Mm. Um, and we got a picture with her. And she was so sweet. And she was like, thank you. Like, um, yeah. Where was she from? I don't remember. I think somewhere around, somewhere in Russia, Mm -hmm. I feel like. Where is she now? Is she listening? (laughs) Yeah, I'm curious as to where she is now, but um, that was quite a while ago. It was super scary, though. I don't think I've ever been that, like, terrified to, like, watch that and, like, experience it. And then I watched another lady faint at my current job once. Um, She had some disorder or something she was like fine one moment and then she was like i don't feel good and then like i turn around and next thing i know she's like on the ground and like 
some of the other people because I wasn't helping her. I was just kind of passing. You pushed um, her. No, I didn't push her. I was in the opposite room, but the way the rooms are set up, I had a view of her still. You choked her from behind. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Um, They came and, like, brought her a chair, called, like, 911, things like that. Choked her in the chair. Only a few times. Not as common (laughs) as they make it sound, though. Twice it's happened in your life that you can think of. That I can at least remember that I've I've been in situations of someone fainting. I uh, did security for, what, like a year and a half or something? And I don't remember. I think one of the guards said that some lady uh, upstairs had fainted once. Mm. Uh, but I wasn't a part of that. I just heard secondhand. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. <laughs> <didn't> joking. <laughs> right. Or pushing. I'm sure you didn't have, like, chloroform on a rag or anything. Or scaring. Jumping, jumping out of quarters. Do you need help? I'm security. <laughs> Security motherfuckers. <laughs> if I was a, a security guard, that's what I would do. I'd so hide around. Badge, I, a card. <laughs> I would hide around corners, and I'd probably wait for someone to like walk around and just like pop out and be like, "Hey, security, you security guys need help." <laughs> God, that job was so lame. Um, I think that was it. Did that, we cover everything? That's it, man. All right, let's get into some screenshots. I'm gonna move over to my computer or bring my computer over to me. All right, uh, first thing on here is I have a, <laughs> let's do this little check-in thing. It's uh, called, you know those Homeland Security threat level things? You remember these? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, where there's the like low, mild, level. severe, Yeah, so low, extreme. guarded, uh, yeah, from, from uh, lowest to highest risk is low, guarded, elevated, high, severe. So uh, what's the... I decided to do state of the mind instead of Homeland Security threat or whatever that they call that, the Homeland Security Advisory System. Uh, so what's the state of your mind today, Ashley? Well, does it does it give me, like, <laughs> ideas on what each category is, like, considered? Well, no. It's well, just what's like, all these words under here? It's all literally saying the same thing, oh. just with that word um, replacing it. I severe would, risk of terrorist attack high risk of terrorist attack but this is your mind we're talking about so my mind how's, is a terrorist itself how's your, <laughs> how's your how stable do you feel today do you feel like you're in a good place i do um, i feel like i'm in a pretty good place green, today blue yellow I orange would, red i would say i'm probably still guarded, <laughs> guarded. <laughs> i'm not elevated but i'm not low <laughs> okay so i think i i feel like i'm in a in a safe level of guarded how about you? I'm red. I'm severe. <laughs> no, I'm, You're always on fucking hundred. Uh, I I also feel uh maybe elevated. I feel elevated. I told you I I felt a little off. Off today. The last few days. Do you have maybe? Uh, just I guess probably the anxiety with doing the phaser. Okay, you're um, answering my question before I even have to ask. The podcast stuff, lack right. of exercise. Right. Isolation, finances, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so all like this, everything, everything, pretty much breathing, <laughs> existing, uh, um, the cannabis. I was a little use. elevated earlier, but I elevated. think I think Yellow. that was that okay. was because okay. we were experiment. We were having a little hmm? um, oh when, miscommunication. When, it wasn't a misunderstanding. It wasn't a spat, but 
I like got I understood I you the first specific. time, but then you were like saying other stuff that was like <laughs> I got you kind of confused. Was qu making me question if I understood. Right. And then you came back to like, oh yeah, that's what I thought the first time. But then you kept just like adding like a different spin. So then I, I I think because you, you were kept saying something about the order of like the episodes from I old was to discussing new show notes episode notes and it was confusing me i was confusing you yes i was in the end right of course oh my <laughs> god there was no freaking right or wrong that's no, a, I, I misunderstood you but i also but was not articulating you were in adding like, a, like too much information yeah I, I was i wasn't being specific enough but i was giving you a lot of detail <laughs> <laughs> but I wasn't giving you, like, the specific detail you needed to actually, like, put it together. Because I left out, like, the most important part, pretty much. Um, so I was a little elevated because we were raising our voices so you, so a little bit. Yeah, because when smidge. you talk louder, it makes more sense, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes, if you talk louder at the person, they'll finally understand what you're saying. <laughs> anyway, let's get All on right. to some screenshots. First screenshot. Let me get a date here going first. This the first one is uh, mod last modified March 11th, 2016. It's a, I don't know when the article was. I just looked at Living it too. Living in the past. We um, need to get up in the future. Uh, it's a Hollywood Reporter article about, uh, I'll just read what the screenshot says. It's an anonymous, they call him a conservative wealth manager. <laughs> okay. And he says he didn't. It says that he didn't want to s want to speak publicly, though he admitted most of his firm's left-leaning clientele support Democrats, Hillary Clinton, and Bernie Sanders. So this was during the last election cycle. Uh, he says, "I tell them if you don't want to feel the burn, con convert your IRAs now rather than pay his 92% tax rate." I know they like their Teslas, private schools, and million-dollar mansions, but they won't afford all that if they're allowed to keep only 8% of their income. <laughs> okay, yeah. so my note at the top, I wrote, if this is true, why would there be opposition to things like payroll ratio laws where they keep more than 8% of their income and taxes are minimized? Uh, that... I, I just don't fucking buy that they would only keep eight percent of their income. Yeah, I I don't I don't buy that. And again, here he is, like, sorry, I feel like I sounded really nasally right there. Um, here they are, spewing more of like what's wrong. Mm -hmm. But again, not giving any sort of solutions. Yeah, they don't provide an alternative, and I feel like if they do provide an alternative, it's always uh, tax more or uh, regulate less. It's always the same, like, two things. Um, I, PRLs would, like, minimize taxes because it would just restructure how we're paid to begin with. Oh, payroll ratio loss. Yeah, yeah PRLs. And they... <laughs> I didn't think about that for a If second. we're all making more, we can all pay uh i guess more taxes because if you're earning more you would just pay more uh <laughs> i don't want to get into details for each screenshot but no i know yeah <sighs> i just when it comes to things like that i want to at least give you like 
where what connections I'm making right from like what I'm pulling from it I guess and I'm just struggling to balance like reading this hearing you and then kind of filtering my own thoughts right so i apologize i apologize uh, as well we're, we're still we're still working on next it, guys. screenshot looks like it's from time uh time magazine it says all right this is a couple so i'll try oh, to read on. fast um it says when i came home from china i started doing my research and learned according to an article in the journal of natural science more than eight thousand different chemicals including from formaldehyde, chlorine, lead, and mercury, are used in textile processing and dyeing. The same article notes that the World Bank estimates that about a fifth of industrial water pollution across the world comes from the treatment and dyeing of textiles. One of the most surprising things I learned was that cotton is one of the worst textile, uh, textile crops for the environment. Yet it's used to make about half of the clothing and other textiles worldwide, according to the World Wildlife Fund. It doesn't stop there. Cotton is extremely water intensive. A single t-shirt requires about 2,700 liters of water. That's about 700 gallons uh, to make. Uh, So industry-wide impact is... uh, There's not a follow-up to that. Multiples quickly. Switching to the synthetic fibers isn't the answer since they require chemical treatments during processing, according to the National Resources Defense Council. Let's get a few additional facts straight. Uh, I eat cheese. <laughs> I eat cheeseburgers. I wear leather, and I sleep on cotton sheets. As a consumer, I can rationalize these transgressions as minimal in the grand scheme of things. Also, what what am I supposed to do if there are no alternatives are no comparable alternatives yeah exactly i don't like veggie burgers fake leather or polyester sheets what i can't rationalize is being a part of a business that produces tens of thousands of dresses a month in china that are hurting the world we live in once i realized the scope of the impact that my industry's production has on the environment i knew i had to make a change uh then something clicked and i realized i could build a sustainable fashion brand my vision for reformation was simple create a brand where fashion and sustainability coexist to make reformation clothing uh, they're like they're talking about repurposed vintage clothing rescue fabric um using using recycling using 100 percent renewable power suppliers using led lighting energy star certifications and stuff uh, but I thought that was interesting. Kind yeah, of, uh, I I, that's something we don't think about is all the chemicals that they use to make our clothes and to wash it, dye it, rinse mm-hmm. them. And just think, and then when you really like start to think about it in like the grand scheme of things, like all these companies are mass like overproducing, like. Because every yeah. week or every yeah. month they think that they need to release a new article of clothing, a new collection, a new line. And then as someone who works in, in the retail fashion world, like I see it on a, on a daily basis. All of this product that just, it, it gets damaged. Guess what? We cut it up and we throw it away. There's all these resources that we're consistently just like blindly just throwing away we don't need to have 
shelves and boxes of product down in stock rooms that can't even be sold because you're art you're mass producing yeah. it too much and there's you can't keep it all out so what's going to happen to all that stuff it's going to end up what in a landfill somewhere yeah. again all, like it why so are we why are we making me? things more based on per order yeah making it as it's as it's needed yeah Instead of well, well, we need well, a million pieces case, of this hundred dollar pair of pants, warehouse. and we're gonna cross our fingers and hope that it all sells. Yeah. When in reality, you don't need that much. Yeah. Who cares if it sells out fast? Maybe then more people will be willing to come in and shop and to buy because they know that they can't just go and find it anywhere, and there's not a thousand other pieces located in of the same thing in in a different area. Yeah, they should have more like. Uh, waiting lists or not waiting lists but it, that should maybe be more the norm is like others uh, um, there's a lot of demand for this thing but since we're not going to overproduce it you might have to there might be a small delay or something like yeah. if you want a new shirt or something i mean i think if people can but even then i think we can make it so that there won't be any delay or or gaps in the market if if we did have a more on demand system right and just think of all of the like un like all of the the, the unwasted like yeah there would materials that could come out of it because yeah. we just we wouldn't just be endlessly massly producing crap that's never going to like it's and, never going to run out and the the thing with using like toxic chemicals in the production process is disturbing too that for dyes and stuff that they're not using like vegetable coloring or the natural like whatever they they can pull this stuff from natural sources now it's just more expensive or i don't know if it's just less suppliers or what the issue is like why doesn't everyone or why isn't there a law like enforcing that they change what they use so that it doesn't just poison the earth. But that's not capitalism. That's not a free yeah. market. They should be allowed to do whatever they want. <laughs> More reasons our system is completely broken. I don't believe, like, if, if there is a non-toxic way to do these things, I feel like we need to implement laws that require use of the non-toxic options and alternatives. Yeah. It's crazy to me that they would just continue to enable and perpetuate, like, toxic poisons going into our system our ecosystem mm -hmm. the only earth that we have at this point with this limited amount of resources and they're just allowing capitalists and corporations yeah. and wealthy people to just poison and pollute and yeah yeah there's again no accountability just for this fake thing called money mm -hmm. there's no there's no accountability there's <laughs> it, it yeah people yeah. know um <laughs> i was gonna go farther with that and then i got distracted because I, I saw like movement out of my eye and <laughs> so, someone was like no i saw the girl who has the car over there um oh. and she had like really long like blonde like wavy blonde hair and it like caught my attention so i was like completely <laughs> distracted all right next screenshot is you remember this the 16 personality tests <gasps> i do I have a couple screenshots. I think about that quite often still, honestly. I want to retake it. That's why I left these up here. 
Uh, I want to. So this is kind of more of a tease that I want to retake it and compare it to my These past results. and see if I get a similar result. I was uh, supposedly I'm an INTJ personality, and I would like to retake it and see if I answer differently, if it gives me different results. Do you remember if I've changed over the years? Do you remember like what this what this is what it, what it's called so we could tell the viewers maybe they would be interested in going and taking their own yeah it's called sixteen personalities just sixteen dot personalities com. yeah it's like a British uh, website I think uh, it's uh, let's see my personality type is an architect INTJ I am eighty one percent introverted nineteen um, percent extroverted. I wish I, I wish I would have kept my results. Uh, and so I'd like to just compare like the results of all this. Uh, 64% intuitive and 36% observant. That's my energy, supposedly. Yeah, that's your energy. Um, the they, they break it down quite the a bit. The one before was yeah. my mind, introverted, extroverted. And then nature, I'm, I lean towards thinking, 56% is a uh, thinking trait. And feeling is about 44%. <laughs> this trait determines how we make decisions and cope with emotions. Yeah. I do uh, remember when, when I took the test and we were, we were both talking about like our results and stuff and we read each other's results. Yeah. I do remember us having eerily. that conversation that it was eerily yeah. on point yeah. <laughs> to a lot of the things that we agreed with. We thought about ourselves. We like, we strived for whatever, yeah. like our goals, our mindsets, whatever. It was very interesting. Yeah, I was telling everyone <laughs> to do it. I thought it was pretty cool. It's free. At so least they, it was at the time. So I think you could try pay. Try to check it out. Yeah. I think you could pay to get like a, a more in an depth? upgrade. Yeah. Or to talk something with the professional. Like that. Yeah. Or I feel like I do remember. But the free, uh, the free one was really cool. It was still super in depth. It, it took, I think, the test took like maybe 30 minutes. 30 minutes. minutes. I it feel was like I sp we spent a lot of time detailed. on it. Yeah. Uh, and then it gives you a ton of like um, kind of notes for for how like what uh, I don't know. It gives you like insight into like what uh, motivates your yeah kind of. <sighs> I know. Like, put I it know. In words. Like, Explain yeah, it perfectly. I don't know how to like put it. Um, into I think words. people kind of get an idea. Uh, um, let me finish with the the tactics. They said that I lean towards seventy four percent judging. Mm -hmm. um, versus 26% <laughs> prospecting. This trait reflects our approach to work, planning, and decision-making. And then the last one is identity. This trait underpins all others, showing how confident we are in our abilities and de decisions. I was only 28% assertive, 72% uh, turbulent. Yeah, you're turbulent. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it pretty much said that I was a genius, though, if I remember I, right. I do. <laughs> I was literally just going to say that. I was going to literally just ask you, do you remember how we <laughs> just kept fucking saying shit? We would call each other, like, stuff just based off of this. Be like, well, you're a genius. Oh, so. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, it it claimed I was like a rare personality, but then I feel like I've seen other people claim they're INTJs, yeah. and it seems very common. So, I don't know. It was interesting. So uh, It is, I agree, it is on. very interesting. Um, I have uh, another like personality type testing waiting in 
my saved tabs on my computer that I want to do and maybe you could try Was to Was it do. the Enneagram one or whatever? I think so. Um, I did one of those I feel too. like I sent it to you, but then I, I don't think either one of us has ever done it, but I feel like I got it out of the that. Enneagram personality mm. test? Yeah, maybe. It sounds familiar. I got a one, a five, a four, and a two were my like main like type twos type fives uh, yeah type four type one don't know what any of that means but type i'm gonna get around a, to doing mine and maybe i'll talk about it um when i do an episode and you are my co-host type, how do you think that uh, how do you think that I how think do you that, like that I think that a lot <laughs> type one is uh, thought of as a perfectionist yep that's me one who places a lot of emphasis on following the rules and doing things correctly Type 4 was my highest match, 98%. Type 4 is known as the individualist. Fours want to be unique and to live life authentically and yes. are highly attuned to their emotional experience. Yes. Interesting. I agree. I agree uh, with all of that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next screenshot is, uh, is one from Instagram. It is a picture of a skinny girl's flappy ass. And then the next one is an after shot of her uh, <laughs> less flat ass, um, more toned. And okay. the first one, she's pale. And then the second one, she's uh, tanned. And her style of bikini is also different. Um, I wrote at the top, is there a way to do this without coming across as a narcissist supreme? <laughs> <laughs> It's weird. This is an Instagram account. Uh, she's got a before and after picture. And I find it very narcissistic. It's not like when you're doing it in this way, right? That's a little like, yeah, like egotistical. The, okay, the way she is doing it, yeah. Versus like inspirational she, she's doing it more informative. Right. She's doing it more as like, okay, okay, this is your typical before picture. There's, there's nothing to it. And then the second picture is like, okay... Look at me. I got uh, so, like, look, I'm like so, it's on like, the sexy. Beach it's, and it's, it's, it doesn't sand give me inspiration. Like, she was sitting in the sand. And then the, the before is in, like, a, her living room or kitchen. Yeah. And there's just, like, a door and walls around her. This doesn't scream inspirational so to me at it's all. Just, and I don't know if it's real. But, I see And she's so... pretty, but it's just, like, this is, like, the hollow fake like marketing shit that i just see influencers doing and people who who want you to give them money and come oh to my, my business God, and see. like my pictures and follow me but it's there's nothing there's not like anything real here yeah and they're doing it in a way that's just like ego stroking right it's they're not, not doing it in a like oh let us help you get toned let us help you get healthy let us help you feel better about yourself it's it's more of like a look at these results and <laughs> look at my hot look ass. at how hot i got yeah, look how fucking hot and it's I like am. okay well yeah you got hot don't you but... want this or don't you want to be like me right and it is like that like come be like me come it's, get hot not, like there's me. not an empathy connection there of like i know what it's, it's like, like to struggle with your body with i know what it's with, like yeah. to struggle with food i know what it's like to maybe not feel confident because you you're you're you feel flabby or you feel whatever like i felt that way too like let let me 
give you tips and ideas on how I achieved my results. Instead, it's like, I got fucking hot and you need to come get hot like me. Well, and then the, <laughs> the, the uh, showing of like wearing a bikini versus couldn't you wear just like shorts or, or any, yeah, a dress. A bodycon dress. Anything that is still showing like the shape of your body, but you're going to oh, wear see like so a bikini or much a of that on on insta and that to me is that you're marketing to the guys or you're marketing to you're women sexualizing it and it shouldn't be about being going to become envious right there's there's nothing empowering with like the, that road that they're going down i feel like it's they're twisting it into like a marketing a thing. weird thing you know, it's not about sales. it's not about being healthy and feeling good it's about lust and sex and like that <laughs> Here's a I don't screenshot. ever see them tote like healthy crap. Anything on your mind come come to mind? Like just no, very all, shallow. I, all, it all I literally kind of so I follow this one together. Instagram account called um, I think it's like three AM Thoughts. No free pub. No free pub. Okay, no sorry, no free pub. Um, I'm not saying go follow them or anything. But <laughs> <laughs> but they will post all the time. It'll be just these random side by sides pictures and it'll be like uh Look at how hot I got with Sarah's yeah. discovery only after a month. And it'll be like, what? she'll be like kind of flabby. and But she'll still be like a pretty girl. And then they'll show this like super ripped. She, suddenly mm. she got like three shades darker. Uh, her lips got fuller. Her hair is a whole different color. Her tits are bigger. Her tits are bigger. Weight. Her ass is huge. <laughs> and you're, you're like telling me, yeah. oh, so this Nothing version of me is not okay, here. and yeah. I should look like this person, and, and there's and it's there's nothing like, I'm not learning anything from it. I, it doesn't yeah. make me feel like, oh, you care about my health, and you care about me wanting to better my body. Like, no, it just looks like you just think every woman should be this over-sexualized, like, yeah. or, sex doll. Yeah. And, and, and not these, just, no. and not clear sharing of knowledge. There's no like mentoring. Right. Going and there's on no here. like, oh, I feel better. I feel like I, I'm taking care of myself. I, I, I feel like I have so much more energy. It's just like, no, I got hot. Come get hot. <laughs> yeah. What? DM you don't feel me. any help. You don't feel any health benefits. You, like, what? You don't. I think they're uh, looking for, they're looking for a company. They're just looking like for Nutrafast more people. Yeah. Or some shit to like DM them and say, hey. This looks amazing. We want you to come. Your results, you're ripped. Come, come work with us. <laughs> All right, next screenshot is. I don't care if you're ripped or whatever. Just like be healthy. And be healthy without the ego. Yeah, you and can you can feel good about yourself and you can have all of the self-confidence, but you don't have to be this like weird egotistical fake hollow like yeah, facade like, of a person. Like you think you're God's gift to earth and everyone should look like you and act like you. Like, I can't put anything together other than like uh, that's, that's a marketing phrase. Yeah, it just seems very hollow. The this it next makes me just want to eat donuts in protest. <laughs> Next screenshot is from, uh, looks like April 6th, 2016. It's when we went to 2001 A Space Odyssey in theaters oh, for the re-released, like their anniversary. Oh, I remember It's a that. double feature with uh, A Clockwork Orange, but I don't like A Clockwork Orange. No, so we just saw so this. So we just saw went 2001. Uh, Space Odyssey. Yeah. yeah, that's a good ass. What do you remember of that experience? Anything? Um, I remember... I told you we should go see it because you had never... Well, 
We probably saw it we on wa- DVD. We watched it before point. a few, like one or two times. And you were willing to, and, to go. And you were saying like, oh, it'd be really I, cool yeah. to see on like the big screen. Yeah, it might not ever like be released. In right. And I was again. like, yeah, like, dude, I'm down for that. Because I thought that that movie was like, I don't know, that movie's it's trippy. Of, it's, it's trippy. It's got a slow opening. Yeah. Like the first 20 minutes or so. And I, if I remember right, I'm pretty sure <laughs> we smoked it in the parking lot. Yeah, we got high as um, shit. We got high as shit and went into the movies and went and saw this trippy ass <laughs> fucking movie. Yeah. With like, oh my God, that weird thing floating in space and then like yeah. the apes and then like all the other fuck. Oh my God, that movie is. If you haven't seen that movie, I, I think like I would still consider it in like my top 10. I highly recommend it. Um, fucking weird movie, but I do remember getting plays. Oh, how? Hell, I feel like I might have dozed for like a few seconds in the theater. Whoa. Um, it's okay. It was dark. I mean, we had seen the movie before too, but we were high. Yeah, and it was dark. Um, and the movie was at four twenty or at four thirty, which makes me think we probably smoked near four twenty. Yeah, and we probably <laughs> thought it was like the coolest thing. Um, yeah, I I thought it was a cool experience i thought that that was definitely a movie that should be seen on like a big screen for sure with surround sound and stuff oh man uh i would say if you haven't seen it first watch the monkey scene at the beginning (laughs) you know it's a long like 15 minutes or something but after that if you like the movie you can always skip that part in the future yeah um but yeah it's a it's a movie that still holds up and is uh one of my favorite sci-fi movies and overall movies yeah uh, yeah we got lucky getting Again, to see that it was a cool experience <laughs> and so. then we got to go see um one of the friday movies they had done yeah, a the special first friday, re- friday. like release yeah they did that on, <laughs> on 420. 420 and i yeah. believe we also got high as shit that was they were both and went at, and saw that movie <laughs> both at the century 20 jordan creek theaters in uh west des moines we were little youngins, though. <laughs> we saw Friday on 420. <laughs> that shit was cool. That was pretty cool. I remember being so excited for that because I left work that day, like, telling everyone, like, hey, I'm going to go see Friday. Yeah. Sat on snake. Little babies. Uh, next, We've grown quite a bit since then. Ne- Why do you keep saying that? Because we have grown since then. We don't, we find. <laughs> Why do you act like, well, uh, we're not into Friday anymore? Well, no, I'm still super babies. into Friday, but I just, I don't know, I don't smoke as much going into places before yeah because you're fucking paranoid 24 7 i know i am you can't handle it you act like you're mature now oh i'm so mature i was a little baby then i'm i I don't need to smoke anymore it's like no it's because you're afraid okay that's not how i was trying to come across but (laughs) thank you for painting that narrative you're welcome. Yep. Uh, you made this it up. screenshot is from Netflix. It is of Kong, King of the Apes, which <laughs> is an animated kids show. Uh-huh. Why this caught my attention is because the episodes are locked unless you watch specific episodes. So this one says locked. Uh, watch Kong in 3D to unlock this Golden Gate Bridge showdown and help Kong oh, suit like up to battle that. a giant squid. Yeah, <laughs> what? I don't understand. I don't. And then get the one the, before that of- says locked. Uh, watch Snake in the Grass to unlock this battle and help Kong take on a Triceratops in a lab full of lasers. <laughs> <laughs> 
Is it their attempt at like interactive, like um, I'm sure. Viewing? I'm sure that's what they argue, but this to me is more marketing. So more, this is Netflix. Yeah, this is more way to hook you. They're for they're trying to force you, blackmail you into. <laughs> watching episodes just so you can have access to this other episode trying to find ways to keep you a, a viewer and like if hooked. i wanted it's weird to follow these weird tasks i would just play a fucking video game that's so odd to me like if that i if i'm watching tv with the intent of watching tv i don't want to have to oh i have to watch this episode just so i could watch this episode i don't know it seems really weird but they did actually release a mod, like a, a interactive episode. I think it was like a uh, the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt or something like that. I thought they did that uh, before with some other stuff where it's almost like choose your own outcome. Path, yeah, sure. They've I've noticed I don't like that Netflix stuff. has I just explored want to watch that a lot it. more. If you're, if, I mean, this is what I'm they're creating. I'm watching to watch it. I'm not watching. I want it to the like director to like play. give me their fucking vision, but. Now they're they're claiming their vision can be your vision or something. I guess I mean some people are into that. Yeah, I, I'm not into it, but uh, yeah, it's interesting still. Yeah, because when I go into TV <laughs> with the intent of I just want to sit and watch TV. Like if I yeah, like I, I said, if, think. if I if <laughs> no, I want to think and I want well, like, to make think, choices want... and play, then I'm just gonna play a video game. It's a weird state of mind. It's like you want to think, you want to be engaged still. It's a, I that's guess what, maybe it just that's what real entertainment does. So you're not like zoning out, not thinking. Mm. So it's got to like do this balance of like engaging you, but without making you feel like you're working, you know? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Still, it's interesting. Uh, here's a screenshot. It's a Forbes.com quote of the day. It's from Steve Jobs. He says, the chance to make a memory is the essence of brand marketing. The chance to make a memory is the essence of brand marketing so when they're marketing to you they're trying to find ways that you create memories with their products <laughs> to keep their product in your memory right to keep, to keep it relevant to keep it yeah. at the top of your head because you're gonna link this with that so it's kind of like um subliminal some <laughs> i can never say the word can you say it subliminal yes yeah it's they're trying to yeah they're trying to make it find ways to blur the lines uh to make it seamless between marketing and real life it's really weird and when that's you what really politics have become really that's think what about marketing that's what business has become they're trying to they're trying to like take our lives i mean that's essentially what he's saying like let's get our products and uh the things we want to sell into these guys's lives so much and intertwine it that it's part of their lives and they're they need our products they need what we're selling them right. that's disturbing to me and it's clever but that doesn't mean it's not disturbing right it's clever yeah but again i agree it is disturbing people say m&m's clever but also disturbing. <laughs> yeah, you see some shit that fool says? Like some of that stuff's really disturbing. Here's another really But that's that's inside the mind of the people who are who are building these the wealthiest companies on earth, mm -hmm. the most powerful companies, the most powerful um government institutions. That's what they have in mind, guys. Here here's I think here's another really good quick one that will kind of tie in perfectly with this yeah. that shows you how kind of messed up the idea is sell to them 
with the sense of pure urgency. It's Mm -hmm. you make them feel like they need this right now and they cannot live without it. Mm -hmm. And I cannot tell you how many times I hear that a day. And to me, from your uh, supervisors, supervisors trickle down from the company because it came from somewhere in the company. Someone's boasting it. Um, and coming from the regional and, and, and that is kind of another, I get, you have a product to sell. I get, you have a business to run, but I, they're doing it at, by line. Yeah. You should not sit there and drill into my head that I need <clears throat> to convince this person yeah. that they have who to leave this need, store with this product right shouldn't now. Need convinced if they truly need something. Yeah. And I've seen with my like own eyes, some of the associates who, who, if I were the shopper, I would personally feel like I was being bullied into buying this product. Um, And it makes me uncomfortable. And and, and they, a lot of people want in in this business for us to act that way. And I don't feel like it's okay to bully someone to buy my product. And I don't feel like it's, I need to make them feel like if they don't buy this, then they're going to feel like guilty and they're going to feel bad. Your product should be able to sell itself. I should just solely be there to help them if they need it. I should not be there to force them to accept my help. Like game should speak for itself. Right. right? And, and And they constantly push it that no, you need to guide the customer and you need to tell them what they need and what they should like. I agree with a little bit of guidance. I agree. You should guide them but a little bit. everything else, yeah. Is, but you shouldn't basically, you pressure. need this and this yeah. is why you need it. And I'm going to write this down <laughs> yeah. and I'm going to put this in your basket. And I need you to go yeah. try that on and I want you to tell me how it yeah. looks. And I've seen that happen multiple times. And to me, that I would not, I'm not comfortable in that no. shopping situation no. because I can... I'm not there to they shop care, though. They're for going them to for bombard the people, <laughs> They're going after the people that they that will allow them to do that. Yeah, and you're manipulating them. Yeah. You're exploiting the them. The weak people. And I think that that's probably why I struggle a lot at my job is because I, I, I can't fully and that's get what into they're that telling mindset. You, that's what they're telling you to do to the consumers and then to you, the employee, they're doing it as well. They're mm-hmm. threatening you with meeting quotas. Right. You'll be punished, if you don't you'll meet your quotas, you're going to get written up. You'll be fired or whatever. Oh, yeah, because I've, again, you been told that. won't get a promotion. That. If in my quarter, I personally don't meet this result, then that might not be the store for me. That is literally what I have been told to my face. And that fear monger. Yeah. While you're here saying, oh, we have such a great culture, we're a family, we're so understanding, but then you come at me and you say, if you don't hit these numbers, there is no excuse. I don't think this, this you need to be here. There's no jobs. You're, you're making me feel terrified that I'm going to lose yeah. my job because you pulled these imaginary numbers out of some fucking ass and you want me to go out and manipulate people. And because I don't agree with that, my job is now like, on eggshells yeah there doesn't seem to be any jobs for humans anymore no it seems like they, they want only to be sold want as robot robots yeah they i mean it's like they all expect everyone to be fucking nba or nfl players we only want the top of the top the best of the best at our company and if you can't hit these numbers and completely check your human personality at the door and come in and be a puppet Mm -hmm. be our fucking robot do everything we want 
then this isn't the job for you. Yeah, it's like and they, it's like okay, there's no fucking jobs left that if, really allow you to still be a human. This is the mentality at every fucking employer, mm-hmm. and it kind of is, right? Because they all use this infinite growth model. And they, they all treat you like you're instantly profit, replaceable. They, you're just another number. Profit-centric, mm-hmm. not human-centric, so... No. There's no work-life balance. None of them hardly ever pay you a decent wage. They constantly demand you to to be who you're not. Yeah, and check your humanity Yeah, the check your... They tell... And I've... Again, I've heard this in multiple stores, not just the one I'm working at currently... What happens outside of work stays outside of work. You check your emotions at the door. You check your problems at the door. You come here. None of that matters anymore. And it's like, I can't. If 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 someone in my family died, you think that I can just walk in the doors, turn that off, and go back to work and have absolutely a phenomenal day and I'm... There's no hiccups. Yeah, I kind of get. Fucking human. I kind of get what they <laughs> are saying, but yeah. Well, yeah, don't not, bring your drama to work and all yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah. at the same time, it's like, well, we are humans, and we do. will have stuff that is is going to affect us, and stuff that we will need to uh, have space from. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they don't think of it like that. Yeah, they're not accommodating. No, not they're, at all. They're just they treat us like robots. They don't treat us like humans anymore. Next no, screenshot work is work <laughs> is from Quartz.com. Uh, or QZ.com. <laughs> um, the headline says Millennials need to ditch their parents' outdated career ladders and embrace job hopping. Mm. I think I read that article and I, I don't do have anything else on that. So I think this is just a recommendation. Uh, that's a good article, if I remember right. Um, by Adam Poswalski. Pis- <laughs> uh, I think it's was, healthy to. to- to kind of job hop a little bit and and experience different um kind of experiences (laughs) oh my god no like just different different jobs you could work retail you could work fast you could do this you could do that and just kind of see what fits wasn't there a guy that was saying the other day that he had quit and went back to school to become like a lawyer or something and that his assistants knew more about it than he did yeah and that that's good because it helps him check his ego yeah i do we do did, remember what, did we, what was that i don't know that's enough uh i do remember to, that to though but yeah jog your memory uh next screenshot is a facebook comment from me on a, another quartz article the article headline says india's former prime minister calls demonetization a mammoth tragedy i believe it says dot 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 trage uh, cuts Trage. off i wrote i think india has bigger issues like i don't know population control pollution rape acid throwers warmongering lack of infrastructure money is artificially controlled these other issues are not oh money is artificially controlled for sure um and that's a lot of negative stuff to say about <laughs> India, but I think the point is 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 yeah the it, it's interesting how much they focus on things that aren't the root problem. Yeah, and they try to deflect elsewhere onto bogus things to get the attention off of all these fucking uh, things I just what named. What is the actual that, that, problems that could be? 
that they need Prevented to be addressing. They think it's all addressed. fucking money. They think the source of it all is just money. It's all money. No, that's not the source of everything. God. Um, next screenshot is I need to stop saying um. um. How come you're not like uh, helping me be aware of these because negative I'm habits? Probably because too. I'm so used to hearing it that I don't register it just because. In the same way that I do a lot of filler words as well. The next screenshot is from Business Insider. It says, "Here's what we know about Trump's youngest daughter, Tiffany." I write, the media will try so hard to make all the Trumps the next Kardashian family. I don't think I've seen that too much, but not, not I guess, in that regard of... Yeah, of, I guess not uh, in that regard. Of trying to, well, like, um, it's, famousize them. I guess fetishize them. Okay, yeah. And I've seen it, I guess, manifest, not in... I don't know. I guess it is one of those things where it is like a 50-50. Half people hate the Kardashians, and then you have a lot of people who huge fans like of praise them, them and reason. love them. And All the hollows. <laughs> Call them the hollows. I take offense to that. And uh, we're seeing that with Trump with half haters, half uh, fans, fanatics. I feel like it's more like 75-20. Uh, and all the publicity, I guess. He's still getting the publicity. Ugh, just like so Car all the Kardashians get negative or positive publicity, he's getting a shit ton. It's been, we talk, said this the other day that we don't even really listen to NPR anymore because mm -hmm. it's just been, since Trump's been elected, it's just a nonstop Trump. And, uh, and, and, and now it's nonstop coronavirus. But Coronavirus and Trump. Yeah. Because now they're intertwined, it seems like. Um, yeah, I even moved my Google News app off of my home screen because I felt like every time I got on, it was just all crap about Trump. <laughs> and then it was all like the same stuff I've heard about Corona. Mm -hmm. And as like sad as it is, and it's a terrible thing that's going on, and it's devastating financially and emotionally but there's more for to a life lot of people. than just one or two stories yeah, every day you're telling me no other thing. news is happening you guys are not teaching anymore. me anything new about what's going on with corona you're not teaching me anything new about the fucking thing we call our president <laughs> oh, like man, don't dehumanize him he's a human i don't <laughs> he's a human. if he acted human then I would think of him as human. But he is another cog. He is a robot. But he is acting human by... by, by uh, yeah, being, disgusting human. Yeah, by being these negative... He is... Practicing he, these negative traits. Yeah, and I don't want to continuously bombard myself with these negative traits and, and constantly be reminded that whoever all elected him agree with these these traits and they and they don't find yeah. or see what is wrong with him and what is wrong with the things that he's doing and and i don't want to be constantly reminded of this yeah. and so i'm getting so sick of reading about trump and i'm so sick of hearing about his cabinet because it's <laughs> nothing i don't i'm not hearing yeah. anything positive coming out of any of it yeah and no uh, again i have not a negative of, in my life like i don't need that shit not a lot of alternatives yeah. and solutions being no. presented no, mostly complaining if you really pay attention. If you really pay attention, because now, just repetitive since we're on news looping. headshots, here's here's yeah. a quick headline I read you this morning. So Twitter finally fact-checked oh. Trump for once, and he fucking loves Twitter. He's always on Twitter. He's always tweeting. Well, now he's all butthurt 
And he's saying, well, I'm going to do regulations and I'm going to, I want you guys shut down because you're, you're, you're silencing this and you're, you're promoting the liberals and all of this. And it's like, (laughs) it's so petty. You're butthurt that they fact checked you. You are the president of the United States. You should be fact checked. Yeah. And because you're constantly pulling crap out of your ass and you're lying, they have every right to fact check you. You're using their platform to spread your message or to do whatever, but you don't yeah, want. True. But you're fake news. Oh, fake news. Oh, this. He wants to use their. He wants to use platform, it to, but he doesn't want to to play by their rules. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, and so even more is like right there. That's why I. He wants to use. I it don't want to. Like that's why I can't. Um, like there's no other news stories going on. This is it. This is all we can report on. Like, yeah, he, it's interesting how he is, he's feeling targeted and like told he's wrong or bad. So he's, 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 he's now deflecting he on, every day onto Twitter, God damn it, onto Twitter and he's telling them that they're bad and he wants to shut them down. Yeah. Just like he feels like people want to shut him down. So Where is he gonna the, go? the irony is interesting. Where is he it's okay go for him to, sh- to shut things down, but not vice versa he's complaining that they're shutting him Mm -hmm. and conservatives down he doesn't see the hypocrisy but they're they never deleted his tweet they haven't restricted his tweets no they didn't silence him at all they did was put a a stamp like uh, a link below his tweet saying check the facts here or something yeah so he's not being censored no he wasn't censored he could still lie all he wants Mm -hmm. but they're not censoring him and he still has an issue with it. Yeah, he still has an issue <laughs> with it. Uh, I was going to talk about this later because I took a screenshot of that stuff. But my uh, screenshot is from Newsweek. It says, the commander-in-chief said Wednesday morning that his administration would consider the measures of the tech platforms. Or consider the measures if the tech platforms were to totally silence conservative voices. Again, he's only... But they're not he's silencing He's only pointing you. out conservatives. He didn't, they Which didn't silence. He also urged so- social media firms to clean up their acts a day after Twitter, Twitter labeled two of his tweets as potentially misleading. <laughs> Posting on social media, Trump said Republicans feel that social media platforms totally silence conservative votes, voices. Repu- so Republicans feel this, okay? Congratulations. Again, they're speaking for all Republicans, though. Yeah. Did every single Republican? I thought he was the president of the United States, but yet he's only always advocating for the Republicans. Mm-hmm. And how come they can't speak up for themselves? Um, they're they're feeling targeted because they're lying. Of course, stop lying and, yeah, and you'll you stop being targeted. You wouldn't feel guilty. You wouldn't feel targeted. We, he says, we will strongly regulate or close them down before we can ever allow this to happen. So he wants state-run media. He wants to control. He wants the government to control. Yeah, he wants a dictatorship. Freedom of speech now, even though he's complaining that he, he they're limiting his freedom. He's completely like he's negating it. his own like. Yeah, point. it's like he twists it any way he can so that he's the victim because he never seems to ever understand or see where he's wrong or where the hypocrisy is, and like. <laughs> My note at the top, oh, like I, I wrote me. in my little red box, 
I saw a user comment on a Fox News article once a few days ago that claimed liberals changed the definition of words to act more offended and to fit their narrative. I forget there's a term for this. I, I had it. I looked it up once. Um, he used the word, and that's what made me look it up. Oh, gotcha. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure they do, but I see a lot more conservatives do it, and here we see exactly that. Um, one, he threatens to silence and punish all opposition just for challenging them. And two, declaring anything you say and think as fact. So yeah, uh, he thinks just because he says it's it's true, it's, that's not how life works. Neither are healthy, neither are shared realities, and neither are collaborative, united stances. This is ego one hundred and one, offended at any feedback or critique of behavior. Oh shit! Yeah, he's got a pretty big ego for sure. Um, he's all butthurt because he finally has some kind of consequence. For lying, for spreading for as much the as false you news. don't like talking about Trump, you took us down that road. I know, I did, because uh, your news story reminded me of that. This is a screenshot from when I had surgery at Broadlands. Um, I don't remember when this was from. Was this Broadlands? Anyway, it's a, it was like a little packet, and this is where I first learned about radical acceptance. Oh. <gasps> The top of the paper says, learning from pain, radical acceptance. Radical acceptance is letting go of fighting reality. It is simply acknowledging what is before you, whether you like it or not. It is acknowledging reality on its own terms without trying to reject it through willpower or whining or wallowing in misery. Acceptance is not approval or simply putting up with misery. It is the starting point of profound change. Acceptance lets you properly and accurately diagnose what is going on around you. And only when you accept in this way can you truly choose intentional and effective responses to your life. And even where certain factors can't be changed, acceptance allows you to more effectively tolerate the things that you can't change. Learning from pain. Pain is part of living. It can be emotional or it can be physical. Pain is nature's way of sig signaling that something is wrong or that something needs to be attended to or something needs to be done. The pain of a hand on a hot stove causes a person to move her hand quickly. People without the sensation of pain are in deep trouble. The pain of grief causes people to reach out for others who are lost. Without it, there would be no societies or cultures. No one would look after those who are sick or would search for loved ones who are, who are list, lost. I think that's a typo. <laughs> who are list. Yeah. Pain of fear makes people avoid what is dangerous. Pain of anger makes people overcome obstacles. Suffering is pain with non-acceptance of the pain. Suffering comes when people are unable to refuse to accept pain. Suffering comes when people resist reality as it is in the moment. Pain can be difficult or almost impossible to bear, but suffering is even more difficult. Before we can change something, we must first accept what currently is. Radical acceptance transforms suffering into pain. 
Many people have suffered tremendously and come through it, extolling the hard truth that they gained sometime that they gained something from their hardships. This may include insight, change of worldview, renewal of moral values, dedication to loved ones, spiritual recovery, and increased resilience. It requires an openness of heart and mind to look at pain differently. Doing so is a skill to be learned, and to be learned it must be practiced. Almost done. Openness to the slings of arrows life means... Openness to the slings of arrows of life means letting pain be all that it is without exacerbating it by judging it, reacting to it, by trying to reject its presence in your experience. Willingness to listen to pain to gain from it, so let, willingness to listen to pain to gain from it, to let pain become a mentor of sorts, letting it provide instruction and guidance. Some of that wasn't worded the best, but I didn't write yeah. it. <laughs> That's still pretty good, though. Um, looks like that was maybe written in 2005 by the Broadlawns Medical Center in Des Moines, Iowa. Mm. I mean... They gave that to Speaks me after, after I had a surgery or maybe that's when I had my tonsils out or something. I think so. I feel like that was probably one of your first ones, one of your first surgeries. Yes. Next screenshot is from Netflix. It's a Netflix culture slideshow, which hmm. they had a bunch of these online where Netflix would give or give this slideshow to new hires new employees uh is what my understanding was um this one says uh selflessness you seek what is best for netflix rather than best for yourself or your group you are egoless when searching for the best ideas you make time to help colleagues you share information openly and proactively i wrote a note at the top that says but will your job care for you selflessly Ah. Remember, we got a job to do what's best for us, not for them. The same way they hire us to do what's best for them, not us. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's a, definitely an imbalance. It's, I, yeah. I keep saying that it's not a, a true uh, not collaboration like a, right. or partnership. There's, there's not a balance. It's not like a true relationship. It's of, always a... It's not an equal trade. Yeah, it's always like a... 80 20 yeah. and they want 80 percent and they want you to give 80 percent but they only want to give you 20 yeah and it's pat on the ass right yeah <laughs> good job <laughs> it's normal right yeah totally your boss comes and just pats you on the booty a little bit yeah, yeah. give bumps a, your ass give a, a little times. squeeze sometimes yep. <laughs> <laughs> um no those are sexual harassment um lawsuits waiting to happen uh this screenshot is unless it's a mutual a flashback to 1999 oh god <laughs> <laughs> what happened back what's what's happening back in <laughs> it's your it? favorite movie character of all oh, time oh my god Lisa Jaja Binks it's uh it's a weird I Lay's like Jar Jar Binks. Lay's potato chips, uh, crisps mm. if you're British. Crisps. Um 
What, what would this thing be called? Chips? It's a little. Chips. Uh, oh no, those are fries. It's a little peel thing that they had. That it's a collector card. One of twelve. This is of Jar Jar Binks. Who? I'm Jar Jar can't resist. It says appetite <laughs> on it, and he's smiling. And there's trees behind Jar Jar Binks. I want to know if anyone really, <laughs> like, actually likes Jar Jar Binks. I'm sure there's got to be some. They're probably freaks. Mr. Jar Jar. <laughs> uh, it says, with his long, slippery tongue, Jar Jar Binks can't resist in intergalactic snacks. From succulent skewered frogs to tantalizing Tatooine plums. Misa doing nothing. Oh, doing doing nothing. Misa doing nothing. Oh god. my god. What a dumb character. What a dumb like marketing campaign. And then on the <laughs> other side of the card it says choose only one to play. Invalid if both are peeled. Oh peel here god. for peel here for a chance to win one million dollars. There will only scam. be two winners. And then, or you could peel here for a chance to win one of millions of Star Wars prizes. And you have a one in chance, ten, one in ten chance of winning. Uh, I peeled both and I didn't win anything. Aw, oh, what a loser. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What a ripoff. So if you peeled, yeah. if you peeled if you went one, with the bottom one and you didn't win, makes it automatically then, invalid. You, you're like, okay, well, I'll see if I would have won the million dollars. You peel the top one and it says, you're a winner. You don't win it because you already peeled the bottom one. But What a fucking ripoff. I you would kill could, myself. Like, but that's all. That's the kill... whole point of gambling, though. They're teaching these people at an early-ass age how to fucking gamble. It says, Lays, can you resist? Yeah, I Jesus. can. They are trying <laughs> to get you to gamble. They're trying to get you hooked. Can yeah. you resist? Pringles used to say... Once you pop, you can't you stop. You can't stop. Yeah, I remember those all these crazy druggy, slogans. But then all the people, all the conservatives, all the hate drug users. Bottle, bottle, they're all um, they caps. rail against the drug users. But here we are. They're using all these resist? like druggy like once slogans. You, once yeah. you pop, you can't stop. Yeah, it's like sugary, carby, salty, yeah. fatty, addicting food. Mm -hmm. But fuck the drug users. Right, even though. The but I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> I like ten. 10 cans of beer and a bottle of wine every night. Oh, that's a lot. Okay, uh, my note. But I was. Yeah. Do you. I asked you a question and you never answered. Do you remember the bottle tops? Misa doing the nothing. bottle caps? Yeah, um, I was obsessed with that. About, those. like. Uh, they did those forever. Do you, like, buy one, get one free and stuff like that? Yeah. And they did it with, like, NFL teams yeah. and they did it with. They're constantly that's having competitions. I don't feel like they ever do that anymore. No, it's all like weird codes now. Like yeah. scan it for a code and then enter, enter this the code, code on our and website. you'll be added in and a suck drawing. Our magical dick. <laughs> uh, my note for this thing is it's pretty much training kids to play the lottery, which is what you just said. Yeah, it's a form of gambling. It's pretty much training kids. The playing the lottery is gambling, <laughs> it, and then it just trickles down to more. All right, here's a, an, a health a medical health assessment test I took through Aetna Health Insurance when I had them temporarily. Uh, health assessment results last taken June 28th, 2017. David, you're going in the right direction. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. My health score was 64, I think, out of 100. Which I, I was surprised that my score was so low. Because I think at the time... You were probably... I, I, I was... 
I felt like I was exercising with weights and eating healthy. And but I feel like you were also dealing with a lot of. Here, though. But you were also dealing with a lot of like throat issues, ear issues, <laughs> like leg issues. <laughs> yeah. So you still had a lot of really like big. Mm. My God, I'm stopping. <laughs> next, next one, please. How your how your health compares? All these fucking liars. Look at my health. Look, look. The average is like eighty, almost eighty. It's in the eighties. Whatever. Okay, that's probably Have like they 70, seen the state 78, of America? seventy-eight or seventy-nine. They're claiming is the average of their um, c- customers. And I got a sixty-four. Okay. and then the second page top your top strengths my weight congratulations you're maintaining a healthy weight which has so many benefits blah 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 uh and then uh, my other top strength was physical activity congratulations on keeping up with the most important health habits for both mind and body uh your top risks social support (laughs) (laughs) healthy relationships don't just make you feel supported they protect you from stress and illness. They may even help you live longer. Spend time with one supportive person this week. Tell them why you appreciate them. Be detailed. It'll do both of you good. And then the second top risk was life outlook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'm what could you do to find more pleasure in life and cultivate a positive outlook? Staying positive doesn't just feel better and help you avoid conditions like depression. It can also protect you from illness and disease. Take time for you and don't hesitate to ask your doctor about whether you have whether you might have depression. Oh. <laughs> it's treatable. <laughs> All right, so Well, at least they added the positive. It's treatable. <laughs> they have some columns here. Uh, it says my strengths are weight, physical activity, low cardiovascular risk, and low pain. Um, it says I need to watch work produ- productivity, sleep, tobacco, alcohol, <laughs> nutrition, health, and health status. I don't know what that is. And then my risks were social support, life outlook, preventative care, safety, and stress. <laughs> mm. Okay, that's okay. interesting. I feel like um, since then blanketing it i feel like you've improved on some of that stuff like your um maybe my life i mean i think you declined a little bit on your activity because (sighs) yeah currently we're your and me as well are very inactive and um but i think um like nutrition wise and like stress wise um you found better ways to take care of yourself and so I, i feel you've improved in those Maybe that's another like test thing you should like try to retake. Can I you retake that? Uh, not through Etnum because I'm not, but I'm sure they have other health assessment tests that you could find online. Uh, I don't know why they say sleep. Maybe they, maybe I was going to bed late and getting up late. What year was this again? 2017. So I was still with Candeo, I think. 2017, yeah. 
Um, Maybe you just didn't have a very good like sleep habit at that time. I've never really had insomnia. I have days where I I struggle to get to sleep, or I feel like I might wake up. But we went through a, a lot of, of a lot yeah, of periods of staying up late, sleeping yeah. late. All right, let's move on. Not having healthy sleeping Those habits. Those two are for Endry. They're two uh, <laughs> investment pages from Cosmo. So it'll <laughs> be interesting <laughs> to see what he thinks about Cosmo's investment, investment advice. Ideas. I don't know. Cosmo <laughs> has some really weird tips, so I don't. I don't know. All right, I got two AC myths. I think I got this from Mid America's uh, one of their like, like promotions, their something. promotional like things that they sent customers. Mid America's not even a thing out here, you, is you, it? No, Mid America Midwest. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, utility, yeah, okay, it's the a name. utility company out in the Midwest. I didn't put it together. They okay. have summer AC myths. Uh, myth number one, my house cools faster if I set my thermostat to a lower temperature. Fact, a lower temperature does not cool your house faster. It only cools your house longer. It's best to stick with an efficient setting that you're comfortable with. Myth number two, it's more efficient to keep my AC on all day. Switching it on and off uses extra energy. Fact, it's actually more efficient to turn off all right, let me restart that. It's actually more efficient to turn your AC off when you leave. Keeping it on all day wastes energy and can wear out your AC unit. I could believe that. Tip, sure. uh, they have a tip at the bottom. How to use your AC efficiently. Set your thermostat to a constant temperature such as 78 degrees Fahrenheit. When you leave, turn off your AC or raise your temperature 7 to 10 degrees. 78 seems really fucking hot. I was just thinking 78? That seems hot. For indoor temp. I would say maybe like maybe 73. <laughs> I remember my parents maybe like 70. would like never use the AC. Even after we got central air, I was like, sweet, we're finally going to have like cool, it's going to feel comfortable in here. <laughs> and then they never turned it on. They would get mad anytime. They'll be like, oh don't, don't turn it below 80. Then why the fuck did you get it? And I'd be warm all the time. <sighs> I we had fucking window air conditioners oh, before I hate that. Being hot, I would rather that bundle up and freeze worse. than be sweating and hot. That's why my parents and my family Ugh. were always mad at each other. It's because we were always warm hot and angry, and overheating. Yeah, I'm not angry when I'm cold, but if I get hot like that and uncomfortable, cheap. I like get you angry. You want to sweat your nutsack off <laughs> so you could save five cents. Right. I do believe we did put into play some of those our own versions of their little tips and yeah. stuff because we we did keep our thermostat set we tried to at least at like a, a more regular temperature where are we at i don't know Hour we're, we're at home <laughs> take a break soon i think uh next screenshot is a screenshot of are you gonna say something no okay. Screenshot of all the visits I had when I was taking, uh, seeing a therapist, seeing mm. a psychiatrist. Was this? I don't uh, think they were psychologists. I think psychiatrist. Yeah. When you started hey, seeing. Young. <laughs> for the first time. Uh, I have how many on here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So you saw her seven times. Oh wait, no, eight no, times? no. So some of these were with another doctor, Molly Gross. Who the fuck is that? Um, with, with my psychiatrist, my therapist, the billing amount each time was $195. She got paid $200 an hour. Isn't that crazy? And I, and my, 
I don't know what that means. The plan paid $103, but then I paid 20 Because so, of your copay. But where's the rest of that? That's only like 120 bucks. Anyway, $200 an hour. It's ridiculous. And then I paid $20 out of pocket because I had insurance at the time. And I saw her uh, through, I don't know, December? Or maybe I ended earlier. But this is at least... I saw her in June. Man, yeah, I was paying like two. No, I saw her in July three times. Okay, that's so that's sixty bucks right there, just to see and that, talk to talk to someone for three for hours. I paid her twenty dollars an hour mm-hmm. out of my pocket, and that was because you were lucky enough that your insurance actually covered. Yeah, those you services. paid more, right? I actually had to pay completely out of pocket every single time I went. And that was like two hundred, like fifty to like almost three hundred bucks. Did you go twice, three times? I think I saw her, maybe two or three times, and then I had switched to a different lady, um, and I saw her probably maybe like three 100%. or four times. So you're saying you spent over a thousand dollars? Yeah. On. Just, just for a few visits. Just for a few visits. Just to say, hey, look, I'm struggling with this. I need some coping tools. I would like some medicine. And yeah, I, I don't feel that's really didn't come so out of fucked. it with. I don't Not honestly much. feel like I didn't really come out of it with much. I maybe put the dots together on a couple things. Yeah. But for that kind of money. Yeah. That's my thoughts too. I, 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 I like the, did not feel like I got a lot of help. I like getting the outside perspective from a professional. Yeah, the, the fresh, clean eyes. But not for that money. <sighs> if you have insurance, okay, twenty bucks is doable, but oh, yeah, not not what you were going for through. Sure. <laughs> and long term, like I I've heard podcasts of people saying that they've been doing therapy for like fifteen years or something. I just don't understand how like, it's that, like a, that's a sizable portion of it's your like income. paying car insurance and medical insurance. It's like it's and another these people like like you get that much like how come you're not just like friends with these people at this point or how come you don't I I just didn't get that much out of my therapist. They it wasn't like they show on on TV where it's like the therapist leads you to right. these discoveries. Not they at all. literally want you to kind of, okay, well, what do you want to talk about today? They don't give you any template. They don't guide you really in any way. They might ask a couple questions here and there. But really, they're trying to kind of like put it on you to discover things. And if you're not willing to discover, if you don't have something specific that you're trying to discover, uh, if you don't want to go on a specific journey or whatever it's kind of pointless yeah because honestly like i could log on to pinterest right now and i could put in the search bar journal prompts for introspective like whatever well you have to know about like what well okay but these things are sometimes they can give you but people who are going to therapy obviously know oh like there's some kind of problem they're like us we knew something wasn't right and we wanted some help and we thought that turning to these people were going to help us but in reality i know enough about like what's wrong that i can easily go online and find 
already put together like question sheets that can kind of help me come to those same conclusions without feeling like I'm I'm getting yeah. ripped off because can, I have to go pay for someone to 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 talk to. Yeah, well, you could get a lot of <laughs> the same advice in articles. If you're just by willing to take the time on therapists to, and to people search. with PhDs and um because a lot of doctors, PhDs, they have a lot of stuff posted online, yeah. a lot of their articles, a lot of their findings. And if you just take the time and, and be willing to explore those routes, you, you can stumble upon a lot of this information yeah, yourself. Yeah, you can learn kind of all, uh, almost all the stuff that they're going to teach you. But the thing with therapy is it's the in-person connection. So if you yeah. don't have that network and you haven't learned I'm not discounting it completely at all that but. you need to like be researching and, and learning about yourself uh, then they can be useful like you can have a connection with this person and and whatever right. so mean, there there's benefits but yeah it, I, I think if you're uh -huh. if you are intelligent and you can think use critical thinking and you can explore this stuff yourself and uh, it, it, it's pretty much you'll probably if you're that kind of person you'll probably just view a therapist as like a friend that you're having to pay for and yeah and that was annoying to me right i am that person that i i need friends i need a, a bigger network of people but um I, I don't think for me a therapist is like a good fit yeah i mean it works apparently obviously it works for other people but yeah, yeah my personal situation it didn't work for me and in your personal situation it just it didn't work for you and we both have like our own reasonings why and i i definitely got a little bit out of it so i'm i'm glad that i got something for my money but <laughs> i still not fifteen hundred dollars i still don't feel as though it, it was really worth as much as got i was some putting drugs, in man they gave you a prescription yeah, that, that ended up fucking me up anyway. <laughs> now you're dealing with brain zaps and shit. Yeah, it completely messed up my emotions and it helped temporarily. And then now it just, I feel like, doesn't do what it's supposed to do. And I can, like I said earlier, I can be okay without relying on this substance if I just put the time and the work into the coping tools and and the just being open and accepting and knowing that there's things I can't change and there's things I can't control and, and radically accepting and giving into it. And it took me taking medicine apparently to come to those conclusions yeah, <laughs> and realizing I got dollars <laughs> worth of therapist sessions. Yeah. <coughs> All right. Uh, I came to the conclusion, so it's fine. A couple more. We're burning up in here. It is a it's getting warm sauna. In here for sure. It's a hot it's box. A sauna. Uh, this is from ask.metafilter.com. This user, his name is Ninth or was degree X N T H D E G X. Uh, he wrote in 2004 to uh, he was I think this is a message board of some sort. He was talking to someone else. I think this was about I think I was looking up what to do with all my cassette tapes mm. and uh all my ones i had recorded that you ended up getting in converted in high school yeah and i got some of them converted and i was like well should i can i recycle these or something and didn't find anything i ended up just trashing them um but this guy said don't feel bad about ditching the plastic life isn't about amassing items be grateful for the contributions the tapes have made to your life but see them for what they are, 
input. There's plenty more to be had. Mm-hmm. Just like this guy's uh, framing an outlook on life. <laughs> I, I like, yeah, I like that um, outlook for sure. All right, this one's from the Washington Post. Uh, it says there's a point where nostalgia becomes more like <laughs> necrophilia. <laughs> And Fuller House immediately crosses that line. Oh, my God. Do they give an example? Because I did not watch that show. So this is a Fuller House uh, Netflix, uh, the Netflix reboot review. (laughs) Holy shit. That's crazy. I hated that show. Yeah, I think we watched an episode. Maybe not even a full one. There's a point where nostalgia becomes more like necrophilia. And Fuller House immediately crosses that line. Exhumed on the pretense of millennial desire, you loved you loved the show as kids. You'll love it even more as a stunted binge watching, even more as stunted binge watching adults. Netflix's 13 episode revival of the old ABC sitcom Full House is less an update than an irony free pantomime of the past. This guy really hated Fuller what? House. Yeah, it sounds... I don't even know what a pantomime is, but... Miming? Oh, oh. Like this... You're... uh, Mimicking? Yeah, mimicking. Oh, okay. Kind of thing. Well, he could have just said Without the irony. (laughs) So they're they're doing the same fucking thing, but maybe it worked back then because it was a different era. Yeah, it was a whole different time. But now they're trying to repeat it instead of using irony or making it funny. Mm, Okay, gotcha. or, Or just doing something completely new. Uh, he continues, it represents a new low in the current culture's inability to leave behind the blankies, binkies, and wubbies of one's youth. What? What are wubbies? <laughs> <laughs> are they supposed to be like teddy bears or something? I don't know. If anyone knows what a wubby is, please, please let me know. It's, it squeezes itself in with all the other retrograde fare. The X-Files reboot, the forthcoming reiterations of Gilmore Girls and Twin Peaks that is constantly being served. Yeah, that, uh, uh, yeah, I don't like seeing all the reboots. No, I don't, there's, it's like we just can't seem to, yeah, exactly. We can't seem to ever create something original. Like, we can't accept originality. We can only just accept reboots. And, and. And not even realizing like, not what even you guys reboot. are acknowledging what what you guys are doing is like a weird format or way of, like style of doing it. Um, moving onward, here is a screenshot of Amazon.com. <laughs> this guy, um, I think I was looking to buy you some straws for your old Contigo, Contigo um, water bottles, tumbler yeah, things. Tumblers. Yeah, yeah. And this was a, I was looking some, for something about silicone, hmm. and this came up in their search results with, <laughs> with the, uh, when you search through the comments, the user comments and reviews, this yeah. one showed up. The question was, done that. can you use McDonald's straw as a replacement? <laughs> <laughs> what? Can <laughs> Can can you use so a McDonald's they, straw as a replacement? I have. So I just want to go to McDonald's and get some <laughs> straws to use for my Contigo <laughs> plastic water bottle tumbler. This okay. person, uh, the answer 
says, I have used disposable straws from gas station mini marts. They work fine. Just make sure they are long enough, at least 10 inches. I tried silicone, but they're too soft. I use the 12 inch stainless steel smoothie straws. Oh. I feel like it would taste like <laughs> metal, but. Oh, yeah. Just my metal. I used to have a metal water, water bottle. Water bottles? And I could definitely taste the metal in it. It's aluminum. Uh, I, I could taste the difference between glass and, and metal. Well, and like plastic. sometimes when I use my. Um, to go tumbler for coffee, I can sometimes get that like weird metallic <laughs> can taste. Can you use a McDonald's straws <laughs> yeah. replacement? That's so random. Here is a screenshot from my old iPhone, uh, right before I bought it, because this would have been in late 2017. I got it. I got this uh, Samsung oh, S8 before in you November become an iPhone hater. So this was a screenshot of a uh, a phone call from Jamaica. Ah. Uh. From Kingston. Surrey County, Jamaica. And the number is 876-792-7243. Who's, who's calling you from Jamaica, man? That's what I want to know. I feel like... Um, <laughs> Didn't you get a Jamaica call Yeah, once? I used to get a lot of really weird, like, out-of-country calls. Like, I feel like I got a few calls from, like, Canada and, like, I don't know, a bunch of random places. That was all before I got bombarded with collector calls. <laughs> Do you like the dramatic look on my face? I know no one could see it, but... I was trying it, to but... collect your calls when you were in massive debt. Yes. And I have gone through Past the journey Ashley. of bankruptcy and everything that entailed with that. Here's the next screenshot. It is a... BT Dubs, I don't know if I ever said, but I did get my discharge papers. So yeah. I have been 100% discharged from my bankruptcy. So that's cool to not have that bombarding and weighing me down the harassment. and i have learned a lot from you're that on the situation. straight and narrow yes i am debt free and i don't plan to go back and i really really don't ever want to find myself in those situations again it felt very helpless and yeah. and just really disgusting so i i feel it's easy much to better. get into debt because they make it so oh well they make easy. it so easy like yeah you almost have to Right. And I just hope that I can continue to make good choices and know, like, um, just kind of have, have a little bit of a security blanket for if I need to repair the car or things like that, that I have a backup and I don't feel like I have to go back down the road of credit. So that's my... All right, well... <laughs> back to me. <laughs> uh, the, uh, this is a little insight to a uh, non-profit corporation or business uh, back when I worked for one this is dated this is a, a letter from them when I was their employee uh, dated uh, October of 2016 it says dear David we dear are reaching <laughs> we are reaching out to you to inform you of changes Candeo is making to its organizational structure the most important concern for Candeo is to provide high quality services to our clients. And this is done best when our direct support professionals have the support of their supervisors. Oh, no shit. Yeah, uh, you're not, one, you don't area, say. one area that we identified needed to be adjusted was our coordinator and lead positions and their duties. We have restructured positions so that our daily service managers and hourly service managers, formerly service coordinators, 
can be much more available in the community to our employees and clients. This will provide increased support of the services being provided and increased coaching training, uh, coaching training to our employ, coaching training to our employees. Uh, the daily service administrator and the hourly service administrator, formerly lead coordinators, will be responsible for time card approval billing and will continue to supervise the daily and hourly service managers. Uh, it says some stuff about the time card approval. Uh, it tells me I'll have a new hourly service, daily service manager, and who my new hourly daily service administrator will be. Uh, and then please feel free to contact. We'll be sending further communication regarding the roles and responsibilities of the positions in the coming weeks. So I wrote, why change names? Yeah, what does just changing the title have to do? This seems to be something a lot of businesses do as like a weird busy work type uh, of thing. And like a weird restructuring type of thing. And it, I don't think it does shit. I think it's just like a, like a fake way to show that you're trying or you're, you're like doing something. It's just like a busy work thing. Yeah, because in reality, it's it's not really fixing the things again that are yeah. are really needing to be fixed you're fixing the things that are functioning just fine while you have these other things that are functioning and improperly but you just want to like make it look like you're doing work so why why focus on the hard stuff when you can focus on the easy stuff just change just change name titles this is like again <laughs> with their weird like they don't focus so on weird. the root yeah. problems they focus on this weird bullshit like bogus stuff on the side to like distract you. Yeah, it's like the weird marketing title Yeah. list it, of responsibilities it, it, <laughs> bullshit, but it's uh, not By the way, none of that happened. Like the way like again on paper they're saying that this will um make them more available in the community to our employees and clients didn't happen. I did not see my supervisors more. Yeah, I feel like I remember you telling me that. And wasn't there a few times where you had to try to get in touch with them and you, you I, couldn't? Yeah, and his voicemail would be full or you, you, couldn't, you couldn't get a hold of supervisors and they would rarely come to visit you. If they did, it would be without um, notice or for the silliest reasons ever. Ah, I came over to bring this piece of paper <laughs> or just to say hi. Yeah. And it's just like, well, that seems like a cool job. Can I get paid... Um, to just kind of like bucks an hour drive to just around, drive around and like, say hi to people yeah and hang out in their house and just kind of watch them work that sounds like an easy peasy job man because that's kind of what it seemed like a lot of them were doing uh another question i have written on this paper is why not send this in an email why did they take the time to print all these and, oh, and mail to them. put them all in envelopes to their 300 plus employees and all the money it costs to pay for the stamps. Yeah, and, and stamps. Thank you. Um, yeah, I don't know Why? because you because to access some of the systems you've had to access, you would have had to have an email, like to do your notes and stuff. Yeah. So well, they say that everyone would have had an email. There, so there'll yeah, be more communication in SCOM within the next few weeks. SCOM was our like internal messaging like, system. Yeah, emailing system. Again, uh, yeah, exactly. Another, my, my third question on here is why mm -hmm. always emphasize the client and not the employee equally? 
That's right. I told you this more than once that they had an obsession with with talking about the client the client being number one the client put the client first there was never any sort of effort to balance that with the employee being important you can't have clients without employees right exactly so and it's like they don't imbalance of like uh putting the value only on the the client the the client it, again seems like a misdirection well because why care about the employee when you're getting the money from the client <laughs> again it really but you won't strip get it the all money away if you don't have employees <clears throat> serving the client ah, but they don't think about it like that well, i'm saying they need to <laughs> no company freaking Senseless. thinks about it like that and it's so my, pathetic my fourth point is who was asking for all these changes i wasn't <laughs> so they again they this is like the government they make these decisions they pass these laws or or repeal laws and, and they don't ask if anyone actually wants they it. don't engage the public or citizens or voters or employees and say will this work do you, like what do you guys want uh, they just fucking do this shit. They insider. They get together in their private meetings behind closed doors, with the CEOs or with the fucking, you know, lead uh, the speaker of Chairman the house or whatever. And, and they make these fucking things that no one was asking for. Just like the uh, feminine uh, tax. Yeah, the that's feminine the hygiene tax, tax on female hygiene, feminine products. Yeah, female. No, yeah. none of my coworkers were asking or saying that they really should change the names because to make only this the company better only the people on top who have these big fancy titles are the people's whose opinions matter <laughs> and it's blatantly shown every time they make consistent changes but never ask hey is this working is this not working yeah the best the best time they do that is during management regime changes. So you get a new co-manager or a new whoever manager, store manager, uh, and they just fucking come in. You've never talked, had a discussion with them your whole life. You've worked with the company for three years or whatever. And come in like, you have shit. a lot of observations and input. They come in and they just change a few things. And it's like, you, you don't know like really how this works. Mm-hmm. Like, like you I'm don't on have the front lines doing this, yeah. these, the daily tasks that enable your company to work and function, and you come in and start fucking with my job and my tasks, never asking once about, will this work? Is this working? Is this broken? Is it, like, never asking for feedback. Yeah, exactly. It's, they just come uh, just in and say, well, it's my job to tell you. Another one-way so system. fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not, not in a relationship. It's not just a all. fucking... Yeah. Slave. It's like enslavement. You're a slave to them. Yeah. They just bark orders at you all day long. You're a slave all right, let's to take your a job. Break. You're a slave to the government. Let's take a break. Yeah. Let's, okay, take, a let's break. take a break. It's 5 p.m. We'll be back at uh, 5 a.m. Okay, let's <laughs> let's do it. My teacher told me I'm a side man. I told her to remember me. Now they want to email me asking if I can talk to the kids in assembly. 
Now man are selling out Wembley Now man the 21st century Statistics say that I should be dead or in jail But shit ain't the way that it's meant to be Breaking the cycle They wish I was trapped in a system Six foot tall black guy like me That would have been a rap in an instant That's why I gotta speak my mind I'ma say how it is and I never say sorry Keep my mouth shut like Winston and Tracy Fam over my dead body